I would like to procure the bag. I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse store man. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey, hey, give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. Not us both wearing pink and being twinsies for this episode. Obsessed with both of us. I look like Pepto-Bismol, you look, You look more regal. I look like an antacid. What are you talking it's a crop top honey like again i mean this doesn't shit. honestly technically this is too because it doesn't fit anymore <laughs> yeah. so oh we're cropping. my god i bought this in london and i really loved it and it was kind of a wishful purchase anyway because it was already kind of like womp womp and um <laughs> then after it was like washed womp, once womp. or twice it was like wah wah R.I.P. But it still looks good from the chest up. So I will wear it. And you can all imagine that this actually fits and that you didn't just see my stomach hanging over my pants. Wow. Uh, She's I having think an I got ugly this day. From a thrift store. What do you mean? Shut up. You're not I'm, having an ugly day. No, I totally am, but it's totally okay. We're gonna talk about my birthday. Let's talk about your birthday. Ugga. I'm ugly and old. Yay. <laughs> I'm totally not. No. Um, you're finally my age. Please, you are younger 22. than me. 22. Not as, yeah, and that's actually not true. That is correct. No, you are younger than me. Are we? The, oh, wait, no, we talked about this on the cruise. We're the same age. Yeah. By like a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, welcome. So, so speaking, my, speaking welcome of Welcome to uh, 27. <laughs> God, I Love fucking that. wish. The the amount of no, people I, I would be willing to murder to look the way I did at 27 is okay. vast. It's well, vast. I hope I'm not part of it. You certainly are not. <laughs> I have okay. a list. Then no, I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't have a list. I don't have a murder list to turn the clocks back unless sure. someone comes and offers me a lot of money to make a deal with the devil and all that other shit. And then, oh, in which case, yes, I will look I amazing overnight and then. I'll live forever. Anyway, <laughs> this isn't the Vampires. Illuminati, I promise. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so no, it's I definitely did... not. Let's talk about your birthday. <laughs> it's definitely not. Let's... <laughs> um, what is that? I loved go... it. <laughs> um, I loved your birthday. It I loved really my unhinged. birthday too. It was so fun and unhinged. And so, like for listeners, I have lived in New York for eighteen years, and I've never once taken a Circle Line cruise. I have always wanted to do it. It's one of those things. It's like ugh, tourists. But like, yeah. also, I want to be on the water and like look at my city and learn about my city. And that I'll is be why a candle on the water. <laughs> Um, and that's why I suggested to my little close circle of friends that we should all go take a circle line cruise. It's like 40 something dollars. <clears throat> There's a bar on yep. board. They have kind of yep. mediocre food. It's, it's, it's gas station food. Let's be real. Yeah, it's true. But, um, um, and but the people, on the water. So it's a people, water station. The people are not yeah. from here. And it's very just like choose your own adventure. So, of course, the day that I picked to do this, it was pouring down rain. <laughs> and, Mother Nature was uh, like, enjoy. Yeah, Mother enjoy Nature was birthday. like, you don't deserve this day. And, uh, you know, it was cold and wet, but I, I had such a good time. Everyone was Me such too. a good sport about it. We got some great photos. My best friend from high school came up from Philadelphia um, for her. her anniversary because it is her divorce anniversary or it's her wedding anniversary but she's since been divorced seven years and uh congrats gal 
her and that's the other thing too she got married the day after my birthday on my 30th birthday in puerto rico so i was in puerto rico with bobby on my birthday for my best friend's wedding it was such an epic weekend we had the best time so it was worth it divorce or otherwise (laughs) yeah whatever yeah um but yeah so we did the circle line cruise and i was expecting you know, because we want the best, you know, I always want the best for New York. And I think that's why everyone yes. in New York is always like, the fuck is wrong with you, New York, because we love it so much. Yeah. We want it. We want it to thrive because we know that it can be such a great thing. And so mm-hmm. we got on this boat and it was one of those moments where I was like, come on, I want you to thrive because I know that you could be such a great thing. And the um, <laughs> tour guide who was 700 years old um, was Either depressed, drunk or depressed or had Alzheimer's or all of the above, because after we got past, I truly what I think it is, is he took an edible and it didn't kick in until we hit the Statue of Liberty, Uh... because up until the Statue of Liberty, it was pretty fine. It was there were holes in it. It was like, what are you of talking course. about? He but showed like, us nine eleven photos to start. So right. there you go. But it was like, you know, you 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 laminated. You can't you can't talk about every single building on the shoreline and its historical context at the speed in which you're traveling on a boat. So I like was oh, no. kind of I was For, forgiving. Right. I was forgiving the commentary. I was like kind of overlooking like what was about to happen, and then once we got past the Statue of Liberty. It just went so off the rails. And the thing is, like, I'm a West Side kid, right? Like, I want to be on the West Side at all times. And so to me, I don't really know a whole lot about the East Side. And I lived there for five years up in Spanish Harlem, which I fucking loved. And yeah, but like, I also didn't really learn much outside of like Carl Schultz Park or whatever. Right. Um, Exactly. Same. When I lived there for three years. Yeah. 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 So this guy. (laughs) We're like passing the South Street Seaport, which like has, I'm sure, a very interesting history. Um, it does. You know, like there was the there was a reservoir over there that I know of that people yeah. would would die from drinking out of because it was like sewage water plus rainwater plus river water. It was like it was a whole mess. Um, and that is was filled in, and that was it's now what we know as the Lower East Side South Street Seaport. Um, Gorge. Yeah. And of course, then the Fulton like, Fish Market, the, 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 like the all of those things, port, the, all the, the, all the, things the, all the merchants, everything. Right. Yeah. And then, of course, there's just like Roosevelt Island, which had like the hospital oh. on one end and the insane asylum on the other. Yeah, end. that Brooklyn, crazy island. The Brooklyn Navy Yard, which you can see from the boat. And like, there's a whole lot of history there with like commerce and international um, um, trade and whatnot, like from the early years of being new, uh, a new land and like New Amsterdam yeah. days. There's so much to talk about. L- me saying I don't know anything about the East Side and then listing a hundred things. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> and also this and that East Side. And I'm like, Basically, wow. what I'm saying is i'm coming for this guy's job um but he was really? talking about birth rates and yeah and 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 uh um, and 9 11 dude like, like 17 ex- times i mean literally that it was excessive like of course you can't talk about lower manhattan without of talking course about talk about it please. But, but it was like every five minutes um but then he was talking about like the woman who was arrested for and 
jailed for 46 years because she was promoting birth control. And yeah, like, I was like, what are you like, talking? Is this I, and if it had something to do with the east side, I missed it because we were but we were sitting there pretty attentively like, what are you talking about? Yes. And honestly, to the chagrin of all the old people around us, they fucking hated. Us. Oh, my God. The people next to us. I don't know where they're from. They're definitely they, from Europe somewhere. They hated and they, us. The guy just looked at me for like 25 like, minutes. He would not stop looking at me for 25 minutes because we were sitting there giggling about how stupid this was. We I was were like, like, are you are you sexist? Or are you like, are you, are you, uh, do you sound like gay people? Like what's going on? You know what I mean? Like he just, it's yeah, no, so he pointed. just, I don't think he was either. I just think he was, he was anti-fun. He wanted to have a quiet oh, day and he that. did not, and he did not get that. Um, he wasn't a Funyun. Yeah, but then the, <laughs> who doesn't love a Funyun? But then the other the other part that was cracking us up that kind of like I think tipped our our boat over like you know proverbially tipped our boat over <laughs> was when we it got up me. to East Harlem and we couldn't go any further past the the Farazana not the Farazana the Triborough Bridge whatever it's called now yeah the Robert F Kennedy Jr whatever the fuck bridge job Steve Jobs, Jobs uh, Bridgeathon it's, it's the Triborough it will always be the Triborough Bridge facts. We get up there and the guy's like, um, we can't go any further. Now, mind you, this was a three hour cruise that was supposed to circumnavigate Manhattan. We were supposed to go all the way around Manhattan and circumnavigate the word for that. Whatever it was, we were supposed to go from 42nd Street all the way up the East River around all the way past Inwood down the west side under the GWB back down to 42nd Street. And we get over to the Triborough Bridge (laughs) and this guy's like. Hey guys, just uh I think I guess they said it in the beginning and we missed it, but he was like, just so you know, like we're gonna have to turn around now because the water's too high because it's high tide, and so it's high, and so it's too yeah, high. He kept for saying us to- that. He kept saying it was too high. And I like I was like, girl, I think you're high. But yeah, also baby. we were and and please, if somebody knows, put it in the comment section somewhere. Yes, yeah, schedule why uh, because tell like because in, in my mind, it's like you're a boat. I'm pretty sure you were designed to deal with high tide, low tide. I could understand. Maybe you're like a little Absolutely. too deep to get through. But like, if we're at high tide, tide, and like the boat isn't that tall, you know, it's not like it's so high that we're gonna crash into the Triborough Bridge. Like, it's, it's not like that. So no, if it not. is, if it is, we're dead because the apocalypse has come. Yeah, um, yeah, it's too late for us. But yeah. like, but like, you're a boat that's made for water. And water so if we're boat. in high tide in water, why can we not keep going? And like, I, I don't know. I no I, there is obviously an answer to this. I don't know. Um, and so right. we turned back around and the commentary kept going. But then oh my God. we better. stopped paying attention. We were doing like a whole TikTok photo shoot thing on the top deck. And we get to the West side in the rain. Yeah. In the rain, freezing cold. We in get heels and platforms. Heels. I was literally <laughs> same. And we get back to the west side and we pass 42nd Street. We go up a little bit of the Upper West Side so we can like kind of make up for the fact that we didn't go all the way around. Um, and I I don't even think we went to like 100th Street. We might have been at like 96 no. or something like that. No, it we was didn't the even see the little red lighthouse. We no, no, we didn't. That. We saw it from where we were, but it was very <clears> far in the distance. Um, yeah. We got to like the boat basin. So that's like 79th mm-hmm. Street on, on the west mm-hmm. side. And he's <laughs> going up. He's like, do you guys see that really ugly building over there? Yes. Do you see that really ugly building right there? The white one. The one that's shaped like a triangle. It's a pyramid. It's so ugly. <laughs> and that was that the was end it. it. But like also That was the whole neighborhood. That was the whole thing. But like also, dude, like that that building was was designed after a sailboat 
on 40 it's a 57th and 11th i think there's a movie theater on the first floor that's like a restaurant it's very cool it's it was modeled after a sail for a sailboat Mm -hmm. and so like when you know that it's like kind of cool like oh yeah Yeah. i totally see it cool tell me more yeah and then he was talking about how like that big tall skinny building on 57th that's like way like way further in but you can see from the water is like on billionaires row and he was like they just sold the most expensive property in new york city history for a billion dollars and i was like they didn't that's that's didn't. not that's not a thing that's I not think how much the, of i think the goes. most that's expensive no i was like i think the most expensive apartment that new york city has ever sold was like 120 million dollars which is still yeah. entirely too much <laughs> but that is a far cry from a billion yeah, it's just not correct. No, and so this guy's like, and then he's like, and that apartment's going to sit empty because you see that building? Oh, None of so, those okay. apartments are full. Right. So what was so crazy is I know this. He literally points to the, like, I think parts of Hudson Yards, and he's like, at, at night, everybody asked me, why are the lights out? Mm. And that's because nobody's living there. And I'm like, no, you fucking moron. That's because that's an office building. Like and literally, when he was pointing to it's I've been in that office building. Like, yeah. I'm like, well, and because- also <clears throat> No, sorry, I was just gonna say I fact checked myself. So um the this guy Ken Griffin Griffin, who's a founder of a hedge fund, paid a record $238 million for a penthouse okay. condo on Central Park South. Um, right. 220 Central Park South. So, okay. like, before that... That's not a billion dollars. Yeah, that's so. not a billion dollars. That is a far cry from a billion dollars. So, like, a quarter of a billion? Okay, sure. But that's <laughs> still not a billion. It's it's not it's not the same. And will that guy live in that apartment? Sure. I don't know. And sure. do, we ha- do we have a problem in the city with empty apartments that are bought by people who don't live here? Absolutely. But it sure. just was like this misrepresentation to a bunch of people who don't but live eight, here. Eight million of us, at least nine million, ten million, still live here. Like there's people yeah, here. Yeah. It's not like it's like a no, ghost of course. Town. But, but like, yes, but there's like, a problem. There with- are empty properties. He's not wrong about that. But it was yeah. just the scope in which he was speaking sure. about it that I was like, dude, dude, bro, man, like, no. And it just was so. And then, and then he was also telling everyone that Richard Nixon had a funeral in New York City. Thank you. I was at, just going to bring that up at Riverside. Uh, cathedral, church, whatever it is, up on 120. Yeah, like, what do you say? Like Richard Nixon had his funeral in New York. Like what the fuck? At River- well, he's like any everybody has a funeral at Riverside, and I was like, first of all, oh, what killed what killed me was that when he started talking about it, he was like, so like, you see that building over there, the scaffolding is like nothing sinister going on under that scaffolding. Oh it's my god, and Riverside it wasn't sinister church. at all. We we're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? That's clearly That's construction. <laughs> It's just a building getting built, bro. Or at least have like repaired, getting cleaned. Who knows? Like no, nothing it was, sinister. Was no, the, the scaffolding was on Riverside Church, which is why he started talking about it. Oh, um, well, shut up. It was the same thing, but it was just like, what is happening? It was so unhinged, but it was so funny. Was so funny. And we were yeah. like, we had the best time. We were also drunk and like <laughs> yeah. drunk on a boat on the Hudson, listening to some yeah. some old dude like butcher New York City facts yeah. and history. Depress us to death. Yeah. Yeah. Which like if you if my OG is remember my original TikTok, like that's all I did. So like you picked the wrong one, girl. Like iconic. Iconic. Um, and really what I think I again I'm trying to say is that I just want his job. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. I think it um, was it was amusing. City circle line, get it, get it the fuck together. Get it the yeah, fuck together. Yeah. 
I, I just don't know. I just was so confused about the blatant topic changes and like how adult and like harsh they were. And then he was just like, yeah, about women. He's like, women. I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. He's like, back in the day, women would tell each other two numbers. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And they're like, and I was like, <laughs> he goes, how many kids they had? And how many kids died of tuberculosis? I did not hear that part. What the fuck? You missed it. I think you were like on the roof being like, and that was the first time I didn't go on the roof with you, but the second time I did. I was or whatever. Like, it was like influencer. you were outside. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> also, I don't want to get pneumonia. So I stayed inside. But um, but then I went back out. I immediately went out yeah. just like after a drink later. But um, yeah, he literally said that. He was like, women would tell each other two numbers, how many children they had. And, to, and I was like, I remember. I don't understand why you're saying this. No, like, neither. Well, and I remember the part where he was saying the average woman in the early part of the 1900s had like 10 children. 10. Yeah. I remember that part. That the what you're talking about must have come after that because it was so like, I think I stopped. But why are you telling to that. us this? Right. Well, and that because again, that was <laughs> what the does East that do River. New York really? Like, right. We're in the East River, and that was like, I was like, what does birth rate have anything to do with the East River? What did like he wasn't talking about the Lower East Side tenements like we'd passed that? No, I know I was waiting for that. We're like Tudor City UN territory. Yeah, I don't know. Like the birth rate, and also that chick got in prison. I I don't want to say her name. He literally said, "I don't want to say her name because people don't like her." I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. But also, like, I want to look this up too. There's an island in the East River um, Mm -hmm. that you can't go to. Um. I mean, so let's go. <laughs> okay, so it's on uh uh yes, okay, I think this is it. It's an abandoned island. I remember reading about this years ago. Um, and I was gonna do a TikTok about it, but then I was like, I don't want to go out to that island and get arrested because the Coast Guard will come for you. Um oh, but it's called yeah. it's uh North Brother Island and South Brother Island. Um <laughs> you can get creative you can get permission from the new york city department of uh parks and rec but then okay. like access is only granted in very rare cases um but those two islands are in the east river and you can in fact see them we passed them and it was like how about a little commentary on this let's talk about that and let's talk about how once upon a time some guy canoed out there and he was like like not shot down but he was like picked up by the coast guard from like a helicopter wow. or something like there's like this that's what makes me so confused about this whole thing. Yeah, there's like what so do we many pay things. for it to be like you could have talked about was it a test? What was there a camera? Was it somewhere? a patience like, test? Right. We were all getting punked. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher like, has nothing else to do now that he's been canceled. So he's punking. People oh my again. god. He's getting yeah, please. But yeah, no, like truly, like it was so unhinged. It was like, are we being watched? Like, is everyone else experiencing this with yeah. us? Like are we okay? are we okay yeah Yeah. it was very it's yeah it's very strange but anyway so like i'm glad we did it we had a great time i'm so grateful for the friends that were that are in my life but then specifically more so that were present yourself included um because it was a this year was really hard it was a really weird fucking year for me um in uh, really the last two years um, and last year at this time, I was out in Paris having a complete mental breakdown and crisis about my life. And then also my book got published. So it's been a very roller coaster of a year. 
Um, my book mm-hmm. was my book hit stores two days before my birthday, which is my cancer and survivor wow. anniversary. There was just a whole lot going on in that period of time. <laughs> you know, I got fired from a tour. <laughs> it was just yeah. a whole thing. And so, like, I really didn't plan anything for my birthday this year until last minute at Bobby's suggestion because he's a great friend. Yeah. Um, because I was like, I don't know how to compete with Paris and last year because it was so segregated where it was like all this sure, bad different. shit was happening. Mm-hmm. And but then I was also in Paris. I felt like I was being gaslit by myself. <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Marie Antoinette? Um, is that you? Really, I have so many pictures with her portrait and her furniture. Oh god, she's so um hot. iconic. <clears throat> but you know, uh, and I, I said this to the kids on the on the tour before I left, and I stand by this, is like the worst, whatever feels like the worst thing to ever happen to you in the long run will be made clear to you that it was the best thing that ever happened to you. Yes. And I don't remember if I've said this on this podcast before, but like I say that I talk about that with cancer all the time. It's the best thing that ever happened to me because even yeah. though it was terrible while it was happening, everything that's come out of it since then, like myself being proactive about it of course but like everything that's come out of it i don't know what i'd be doing right now if i didn't have cancer like i wouldn't have a book there would be no adaptation of tv like yeah i don't know i don't know what i'd be doing and i think about that a lot where it's like i would at the time you know we were talking about this today (laughs) or the other day when we were going through the deck but at the time i was so angry that all of these great opportunities that were coming my way were impossible for me to say yes to because i was stuck in a hospital bed and I was watching wow. everyone else I knew go do shows and be fabulous and do everything that I wanted to do. And I was stuck in a hospital and I was so angry. And I tried so hard not to be because I knew it had nothing to do with them. And <clears throat> it would have been so easy to stick to that narrative. But now, had that not happened, I don't know what the fuck I'd be doing. Like, where, right. really, where would I be? What purpose would I have? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd be like bartending with my thumb up my ass somewhere being like, please sure. pick me for your job. I need a well, job. Well, that's very, um, that's very unsanitary, but I feel that for you. Yeah. Yeah. It it's is, totally. It well, it is, but also worked behind a bar. They call that a, a, you know, an old fashioned with a twist, you know, so <laughs> it's a rusty, anyway, it's a rusty old fashioned, <laughs> rusty trombone, um, the rusty venture. But anyway, so I really think that that's a really interesting way also like healthy way to look at anything that's happened to us like i i can feel i can say the same thing about i mean your divorce divorce. where the fuck would you be if you didn't divorce that guy literally as soon as i got divorced like my show got on amazon i got the best shape of my life i started like book this and that and then it was like oh my god like and you know what really prepared me for that though was my mom's cancer battle twice i was like if i can get through almost losing my favorite human being of all time yeah boy bye, bye. you not that good anyway so like <laughs> that's the thing it's just it's just it's just uh you know and i think that it's also the things that happen to us in life it's i think it's our right to say whether it was worth it or not i think it's our call right and it's it's yeah. objective to us like <clears throat> i get upset when people are like Oh, but it's a bad thing. You shouldn't like make a da 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 or like my experience. Great. Your experience. Mine is different. Yeah. My divorce was fab. My felt so good about it afterwards. It was, I was like, oh, wow. Um, 
that's about it. And like my mom's cancer battle was terrible, but it also, it got us so much, it, we were already very close, but it, it showed me what a badass she was and it showed her what a badass she is, you know, helping my, helping my grandfather pass away on hospice. Like I was the family member that had to like do that, that prep, that was before even the mom stuff. And I yeah. think all of those things, I think about these really ups to people like really traumatic, tra- but to me, they just leveled me up as a person. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know? that's how you have to look at it. In my opinion, that's how one has to look at those things that happen because it's like, this sucks right now, but in a couple years, it's all going to make sense. And, you right. know, granted mine took a decade, but like, you know, it all makes sense now because but that's only a 10 year old little kid. You're, you're, you're a baby. <laughs> my immune system is 10 years old. Um, Facts. cause it's brand new. Uh, yeah, yeah. it's it's really <laughs> it really is kind of strange looking back to Brooke, my friend, my bestie Brooke, uh, texted me today this Facebook post that I put up twelve years ago, like this time twelve years ago, which was literally, literally a month and a half before I started chemo, so I would have had a huge tumor under my arm at this point. And it just blew my mind because I remember it was an innocuous kind of stupid post, but like someone I was in the cast with the show I was doing at the time was tagged and she was tagged because I just seen her doing the same show. And, and it just blew my mind. I was like, how has 12 years passed since that moment? And it really like gave me a second to look back and be like, in the, in those 12 years, I have done so many things and yeah. I have accomplished so many things. And my mom used to tease me all the time. She was like, you've done enough for five people. And I'm like, but it's not right. enough. <laughs> it's not enough, mom. Um, yeah. And it Relatable really, content. It, yeah. yeah. It really makes me kind of like take a pause for myself on this, you know, month of my birth mm. to uh, to really kind of appreciate the fact that the shit that I've had happened to me and that has been done to me and that I've experienced have all kind of like come out in the wash to land me right here. And so that's kind of, even though things are still in a little bit of a turmoil flux situation right now, like that's kind of the thing that's making me feel like it's all right. Cause whatever happens next is going to make the version of you tomorrow. That's so true. And And I think that's so we love her. We love her. But daddy, I love him. But daddy, I love him. Um, but no, seriously, that's such a great way. I, I, I found that my biggest strength and what makes, I, I think makes me feel successful or has gotten me any success is how we adapt to <clears throat> things that happen and how do we learn? How do we evolve from those things? Regardless of our participation in them, whatever happened, I really truly believe we always have something to learn. And if that's what we take with it, how can we not just be better versions of ourselves and be yeah. beyond? Well, you know? it takes work. I mean, it's not just something that you can look at and be like, oh, okay. Like it, it's, it's an everyday moment. Like uh, there was a, you know how your phone, well, you're okay. iPhone users, you know, <laughs> when your phone oh, gives you like that, that, sorry, it's a cult. Um, you know yeah. how like you get that photo of the day thing or like your phone has created this montage yeah. for you to look at. <laughs> Um, yeah, Mike says I, that. Okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cause he's sane. Um, <laughs> I said it. 
<laughs> anyway, you're you have the cute little flip phone. Jobs, whatever. Suck um, him off. I don't really care. Truly, he's dead. <laughs> don't yeah. speak of the dead that way. He is. He don't, is. <laughs> don't blow the don't blow the dead that way. Um. Yeah. No. 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 The um. So this mo- this little photo memory came up, and it was me. I think. I want to say like maybe six or so months after, I was like told the cancer was gone. So I would have been like twenty six years old. <laughs> and my hair oh my god it was just <clears throat> it was about the length that it is now okay. but it was like wavy and volume voluptuous and voluminous on the top and it had these little like tiny ringlets on the side and i was like oh my god i thought at that moment that my hair was gonna stay that way forever and i was like oh i have wavy hair now she's a wavy hair bitch and like <laughs> After the first fucking haircut I got. <laughs> you were like... My friend Jeremy, who cut my hair for years and years and years, and he's the one who cut my hair <clears throat> when it started to fall out because of chemo, Um, I wanted him to be my first haircut. And so he came over to my apartment, he cut my hair, and after that, it, there was no wave, there was no volume, there was no voluptuousness ever again. Was my that hair, chemo hair? It was. So this is that's the thing that happened. So I was told... In the very beginning, as once my hair started to fall out, they're like, yeah, that happens. And it was like, okay, okay. Like, they they so ill-equipped me for so many things, but that's the one oh, thing. Oh, yeah, they didn't tell my mom jack shit. We were they just like, tell- wait, what? That's yeah. a thing? Literally why I wrote my book, Cancer Musical Theater and Other Chronic Illnesses, go buy it. Um, go buy it. They were like, your hair's either going to come back really wavy or curly, or it's going to come back white. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, actually, it happens more commonly with Asian people that their hair comes back white. And I was like, okay, what well, a what a look! Honestly, a, that's kind of that's kind iconic. Of I know yeah. there was there's not a shred of Asian in me at all. Um, well, not anymore. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> wink, wink. And uh, I hoped so hard to have that happen. I wanted white. Oh my god, hair. I want that. I was oh like, can god. I have the Anderson Cooper? Can I have the like what? But nope, nope. It lasted one haircut, and then I went back to being pin fucking straight. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> oh man, it's such like it's so funny thinking back about all this stuff. And I don't want to make this whole episode about me, even though it is my birthday episode and it is. No, it's literally me. your birthday. You can. I can. Uh, but um But also me. But also me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but it's you and me, but mostly me. Um it's uh it's really funny, like looking at those those like early years straight out the hospital, like the way that I looked and like how everyone was like, you look so hot now. And I was like, cause I almost died. Um, <laughs> cause I'm half dead. Right. Which yeah. is really just a commentary yeah. on, uh, society and the problems, society's body dysmorphia issue that they have. Ew. Yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. But I anyway. love how we both have like a fantasy with like white ass hair. Like I literally have talked about this in high school. I was like, I want to be a woman at 97 with the whitest white hair like oh, the yeah. driven fucking snow you and have i to want to barbara straight. You have i to want to it my so barbara. straight okay done my, my barbara meet. my barbara has short little hair it is pure white and it's like spiked and combed over she's the most fabulous human ever um okay well i mean i need to meet your barbara you need to and meet i barbara. also i want to be wearing prada heels or louboutins or some shit and walking down fifth avenue with a cat on a leash and i just want that is my vision for 96 that is no, what you, i want you need to meet barbara 
Um, okay, <laughs> it's one, I think it's subconsciously one of the reasons why I'm so like connected with Brooke. Cause like Brooke, mm. Brooke Martino, love her so much. She's my life wife. Um, she has, uh, this white streak of gray that goes through the front of her hair. And when I was 19 years old, I paid someone who I worked with. She was a hair stylist. I paid her under the table to go to her place in Brooklyn and have my hair dyed so that I would have a white strip in the front. I wanted to be rogue from X-Men so badly. Oh, yeah. And um, it never happened. I mean, look, my beard is white as shit. It's yeah, like, it's I never love, been this white though. before. It's so I, dope. I wish, I, I like it like it is right now. I mm-hmm. wish that it would make up its mind and just go full white. Oh, or right, or right. Or, or like, or like I'm going to dye it. I'm not, because that always looks terrible. But like. No, don't do that. Ew, don't oh God. Yeah, no. Know, but Ew, like, look at how, people... look at how white that is. Like, I used to just have like one or two little hairs in my chin a couple of years ago. And, and now this I'm isn't like... a, this isn't a, this isn't a brag or anything, but I've never had a white hair yet. I think I had one that I thought was one and it came out of a scar. And I was like, oh yeah, that's the fucking one that's always, but it's because of my genes. My grandmother at 94 barely had any white or gray to her hair at all. And it was brunette this, it was this. That I was blown away. (laughs) Yeah, Grandma Ellie, Eleanor Irvin. Hey girl, shout out. Shout Um, out to Eleanor. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I've always like... I wanted gray hair before I wanted a gray beard. I love a gray beard. Oh, I get what you're saying. But like, I I wanted like the temple. I wanted the the temple dusting. And that hasn't really happened. I've had like weird straggly like white hairs up in here, but then they always like go away. Um, And as soon, one of the first things I thought about too, when I had my first hair transplant, because I've had two of them, if you don't know, we're very transparent about this. Um, was that all when the were hair? Those? When did you have those? Uh, the first one was, I believe, 2015, mm-hmm. like May, May of 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, May of 2015. And then the second one was New Year's, two days before New Year's. They called me, they're like, We have an opening. I was like, I'm on my way, I'm in a taxi. Um, (laughs) and I think that was New Year's of 20 going into 2017. I was going to say going into 2020, I was like, you fucking bitch, you ruined everything with your hand. It was my fault. No, I definitely want to do more of them, but I, that was one of the first things I thought is like, oh my God, exponentially, they give you drugs. Um, (laughs) it's a lot. Um, imagine someone takes, um, a, a um a sheet of barbed wire and presses it into your head <laughs> for days oh my I mean, god saturday please <laughs> talk about it story culture baby sign me um, up no i'm just kidding no I, that sounds terrible to me it no, was terrible. terrible um i didn't yes, actually need the painkillers it wasn't so bad the first time the second time i was a little bit more of a bitch about it aren't you allowed um, not to have like and that's the opposite of what i just said are you not allowed there we go to have uh, Advil or any blood thinning stuff for like weeks or something isn't that like a thing or have I made that, that up? No, that is a thing for people who have major surgeries. I don't think this qualifies. I don't remember there being oh, okay. any specific stipulation about that. Um, but I saw the stand-up is... comedian talk about it. And he was like, "I could't have Advil for three weeks." I'm like, "What? How it's deep possible. was your hair I mean, transplant? Did you they get it out of real... your liver? Like, no, they have a they give you a real deep cut on the back of your head. 
you get like a free facelift because like they cut hair out of back here of the back of your head all of this to say that when they cut that hair out that's always the hair that goes gray first in my family and so i was like oh my god we're moving the gray hair up to the front so maybe i will get a rose just what you wanted just what i wanted it hasn't happened that's a horse of a different color (laughs) there's no place like home um but um but yeah, so that's like it. That might be a thing. I don't remember if it is a thing. That's I know right. that like they cut the hair out from the side and the back, and then they individualize each hair, and then they like push it into your scalp with a needle. <laughs> it's quite a barbaric process. There's literally oh a nurse. God. There's a nurse who's, whose job it is to like like poke holes in your scalp. To make a place for the hair follicle. And the doctor stands there and counts them. And then there's another nurse with a napkin who like wipes the blood off your head as it like swoops down. It's a lot. (laughs) But then they have to stitch this like cut closed. And it's like a facelift. Because like this, they're closing the skin. It's like a little tiny little like. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, that's so I feel like I feel like at some point I'm going to like skew this story and be like, I've had two facelifts and two hair transplants. You better believe like, that. Looking like that bitch, you should go back and get a refund. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like from who, bitch? From the who? Barbara Seville motherfucker. No, please oh, please tell me so I don't go there. Yeah, but it was I would listen, I I'm pro scientifically enhancing the way that you look in order to feel better about yourself. 100%. And, and when I and, do do it, I'll let you guys know. Totally. And on top of that, not to tie not to tie this in too close to the whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the expression is. I've had too much bourbon. Sure. <laughs> I'm now at the point where I'm just talking. Yeah. Um that that to me is gender affirming care. Ah. Having I get a hair that. transplant made me feel like a more attractive man. And so that I get is that. in my opinion gender affirming care as is viagra if you choose to use or need to use as Mm -hmm. is breast implants as in lip fillers or face fillers all of that is gender affirming care so i i like that yeah and i and i always say i've had uh tons of plastic surgery because when i was a baby you know the story i got my face ripped apart by a dog (gasps) oh you too you didn't you didn't you didn't know about this? No. Wait, have we not talked about this? Because I also had my face ripped apart by a dog. What? Stop it. Listeners, you're getting this That's in real this, time. I've this never right noticed here, this that. little spread I've left is um is part of 90 stitches I had in my baby head. And they had to seal both my cheeks. Oh they had my to God. seal my forehead. They had to seal and I pushed on my chin. You can see lines, but when I rub my tongue around the inside of my mouth, it's like a map. Wow. I'm not kidding. And then my hair, you can see the the giant scar. See it right there? Faint? It's that one oh, right shit. there. Okay. It goes all over my head because he it he tore apart my my scalp and he also tore out two teeth that were under my gum. So I had no teeth here as a kid. I was like, hey, no strings to hold me down. Like the whole time as a kid, I was like, it's a hard knock Like every oh single God. photo of me is like, you. Um, but what's so crazy, and this is why I believe That's in like, wild. I don't know. This is why I believe in like. Something. Something's going on. You know what I mean? Uh, is that my little baby body 
um, it was my aunt's dog and she was babysitting me. And it was my parents' first time going out since I'd been born. Oh God, the anxiety they must have. Oh yeah. My dad said he slept with me. I have to fall asleep in his chest first for like an hour. And then he would set me in my crib because he was like, I can't leave you alone for some, I don't know. I'm like absolutely freaked out. So my aunt called up, called like, you know, the ambulance, the dog just randomly viciously attacked my face and just started to go crazy ape shit. And my aunt was like, fuck that dog, kill that dog. Like she was like, I was seeing that do it to her baby. She was like, that dog is not, (laughs) not good. That dog is Um, not it. But what was so crazy is I was lifelighted to a hospital by helicopter. And of course, my parents come back and there's caution tape and blood everywhere and police. And they're like, what the fuck? And we leave you with her for one minute. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, damn it. And what I feel so bad is like my Aunt Barb, who I adore, she she is a lady about town. She loves boyfriends. She's like almost 70, I think. She has never had kids, traveled everywhere and batty. Anyway, she still hugs me, I feel like, a little bit longer, you know, than some other people just because she's just like, I can't believe we weren't through this and you were, like, so small. And, again, I was 10 months old um, and I was lifelighted to the hospital, but here's where it's so crazy. The number one child child plastic surgeon for kids in car accidents and, like, blah, 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 had just finished, like, a 17-hour surgery on, like, a toddler in a car accident and I come in and he's just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> and he put, I mean, I'm an actor. Like I don't, I mean, I you're, mean, stu- you're my, a stunner. You're a stunner. He put my face back together and it was nothing that wasn't what I already was going to look like, but he reassembled. And did you have to have you know, surgeries put, like after that? No, baby skin heals like a fucking That's like. True. I but I here's what is funny is it's not funny but I think it's hilarious because I have dark humor. Uh, on my first birthday, I'm a literal like a mummy, like I'm like a kid. I'm like a kid who like I'm like a woman who just went to like Boca Raton and got her cheeks done, you know. Oh and she's God. like, <laughs> and it's like so ridiculous. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that happened to me. That was a dog. That was a that's dog. Crazy. It was Irish setter, German shepherd mix. My dad, when he got back, he was just like, cool. I'm gonna kill that dog. And then my mom was like, no, we, we have to like let it go somewhere else. So they gave it to a farm out in, out west, like a like a Wyoming, whatever. I was like, sure, he took down half the family and all the sheep before he we went down, right. I'm sure. But <laughs> my aunt, whose dog it was, was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like it's like, let's 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 end this shit. It, it oh, hurt a no. baby. It tried to kill a baby. But anyway, no, it just went out there, probably died. I mean, it's been dead for like 20 years, I'm sure, but. Or maybe more, 25, That's whatever. Fucked. Well, I mean, dogs are notoriously not good with children unless they're trained otherwise. Like, that's just right. like a thing, you know? Like, I've right. I've had experiences walking my friend's dogs when, like, kids run up to the dog and try to pet it and the dog loses it. It's like, stop bringing your fucking kid over <laughs> to the fucking animal. Yeah, stop. Uh, so anyway. You got attacked by a dog, you I said. did. I was, I think, maybe four or five. It was definitely before I started school. Um, It's one of my earliest memories. And our neighbors next door had this beautiful Alaskan husky named Buddy. And he was always chained up to the big tree outside. Like, always. I don't know what level they were taking care of him. I don't really know. But they had a son who was older. I want to say he was maybe 10 to 12 or something. I don't know. We didn't really know them that well. 
but our houses were pretty close to each other. We probably had maybe like, I don't know, 20 feet between us. And we knew them. They were, we were cool with them, like whatever. And one day I decided to wander outside because I saw that I was on the back porch and I saw that the dog was out and I was, I wanted to go pet him and play with him because he was like this cute little fuzzy little Alaskan Husky. And I went over to him and you know, the dog is bigger than me, obviously. And I reach yeah, up to pet before. him and he like puts his paws up on my shoulders because he's excited to see me and he licks my face. But in licking my face, his tooth got stuck in my nose and ripped my skin clean up to my forehead. And so the neighbor kids were like goading him or whatever. And then I ran inside <laughs> and I am bleeding everywhere my poor dad and mom um (laughs) bleeding everywhere they take like washcloths and they like put it on my face and they drive me to the good samaritan hospital nearby which was not the right decision but it's it was the closest thing we lived out in the middle of farm country like it's a 40 minute drive to like whatever we lived in the middle of nowhere like amish farms on all sides for the most part and uh this surgeon gets flown in and he's like sitting there playing with my skin and my mom is like flush she leaves into the hallway she's gonna like pass out or throw up or something and so she's sitting out there with my sisters and Uh. my dad was somewhere i don't remember where i know he was there and (laughs) i'm just like laying on this hospital bed like waiting for someone to do anything and finally what they ended up doing was they stitched it shut and brought it to like a little head on the tip of my nose And then I had these stitches in for a long time. And what they told us was that when I'm like 13 or 14 and my nose grows in, that I should have that shaved off because then it won't leave as much. Like the scar, I should have the scar shaved off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stitched it. And I ended up never doing it. And you can't really tell. But like if you look a little closely, listeners, there's like a little knot right on my nose. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Do you see it? That's like my little... Mm-hmm. yeah like that's i mean it's so tiny but it's like just this little like boop oh i don't was, even yeah yeah it just looks like a birthmark wow, why are we the same we're woman. so weird <laughs> but yeah i don't why? know what happened i don't know what happened to the neighbors or buddy i had a really big fear of dogs for a really long time after that oh yeah because you remember it i didn't remember mine oh yeah i remembered it so. i remembered his teeth in my face um looking into his mouth <laughs> As a three or four year old, like that's scary. Um, well, that's I actually don't thing. know how it's old like, I was. I should ask my parents. But um, you should. Well, I'm sure your dad's listening. Dad, tell us. Dad, write in the comments how old was I when I was. But when daddy, face got chewed we loved off. him. <laughs> yeah. Dad, how old was I when my face got chewed off by the neighbor's dog? Um, well, I think <laughs> this is an interesting way to wrap up your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> We're both telling our dog attacks. We're such, so this has so, been an unhinged episode, which totally <laughs> which plays guy. which plays in perfectly to the uh the unhinged theme. Yeah. But um I have what a, a big beautiful time. Well, it's le- it's also leaning into our spooky ooky cookie our spooky episode coming up soon. Uh, episode yes. that's coming after this for Halloween. Halloweeny, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm like not a Halloween person anymore. I used to be. I used to get really excited I love about Halloween. it. Yeah. And then I stopped. And then I I have gone through this phase where like, I don't care. I'm too busy. I don't have time for it. And then the day of, I'm like, oh my God, I need to have a costume, even though I have nowhere. <laughs> oh my to god, go. Halloween matters. 
Oh my God, it's my favorite day. Right. Even though I have absolutely nowhere to go, I've made no plans. I've been invited nowhere. And I'm like, but I need to have a costume. And so this, what started this anxiety was (laughs) that exact same thing that I just explained where I needed to have a costume even though I had nowhere to go. And I had gone through a thong phase and I had this nude colored thong. There's a picture of it. I'll, I'll post it somewhere or send it to you or whatever. But I put on this nude colored thong and I have this red and gold and fur lined king's cape. It is huge. It's like eight feet long. Oh, the emperor's and whatever the clothes. Emperor's new clothes. Yeah, yeah, his new ones. Yeah, his new ones. <laughs> right, his new clothes. Right, not the old ones. <laughs> the emperor's his clothes. New right, his new, new ones. His new, new ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah fresh um, and done. so I, I wore that out. I wore that out in public, and um, I didn't go anywhere. I just kind of walked around. <laughs> You were put I was on too, some lists for I sure. Put, yeah. I, I was probably put on a list. Um <laughs> you know, but like I one 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 year I will be brave enough to wear that out to a real place. Because the cape should. the cape is big enough that I can just like cover my whole body until we get there and just like whoosh, whoosh Caping. It off. Yeah, I think it's good. But um, but that's kind of what started that. And then it was like this whole cool. like roller coaster of like, I don't have a costume, but I'm gonna put something together to take a picture and then be done with it and go to bed. Maybe this year will be different. I don't know. <laughs> I think it will. I mean, I'm trying to go back to Sleepy Hollow. I had such a good time last night. I've last never been six. there. Okay, I know. We, gotta, we need to go to Penny Town. We, we need sh- to go. We should. Honestly, this is this adds to the th- list of things I've d- never done as a New Yorker. Even though I've lived here my entire adult life. <laughs> I've still not done Sleepy I am Hollow. So let's, of you. Yeah, let's you need to go to Terrytown. We need to go to Sleepy Hollow. I've well, I br- very briefly dated someone from Terrytown, and then it was like Terrytown. Um, uh, this was a long time ago, but yeah, okay. let's do it. Well, let's pl- now, let's so plan a trip. Let's let's do it. Let's plan a trip to Terrytown, like soon, and then we can podcast it and like and then Instagram it and be like apple picking bitches. We're, we're actually me and Mike are trying to go to um Sleepy Hollow Cemetery. It's beautiful and we might walk through and Is Christina Ricci there? I wish. Uh but William Depp? Irving is who wrote um oh. and um a lot of Rockefellers are there. There's a lot of really gorgeous crypts. Of course there are. Yeah. Love but anyway, anyway, that's how we're gonna end our episode. So um happy birthday. See you next time on Give the, me the uh, <laughs> See you next time on the drunky Halloween special. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be so great. good. Give me the money. Put the money in the table. Put the money in my Halloween basket. You're so rich. You have coins now. <laughs> <laughs>